0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dan McTagg, the founder and president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. We've talked a lot about the issue of energy, the availability of energy, the cost of energy, what it's going to cost us as Mr. Trudeau and his... um, Energy minister have talked about a 42% cut in emissions from the gas and oil industries over the next eight years, over 2019 levels. There's more on that coming up today. But let's start with Dan McTagg, founder and president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. Dan, thanks for joining us. And uh, your website, or your your website and your blog, had this title: Uncertainty, more taxes, and nothing to help a dangerous world. Please talk.
1: Well, thank you for having me, and good afternoon, Roy, and to your listeners as well. Uh, Yes, the government seems to have uh, completely misread the room, uh, unaware of uh, the deep, significant energy crisis prior to Russia's attack of Ukraine, and now with the attack on Ukraine. The world is going to need a lot more energy from responsible uh, countries like Canada, and here we have a prime minister uh, and uh, a group of activists, well-known for their activism, not for their political acumen, uh, making pledges that would effectively shut down the Canadian economy between now and 2030. And I say that because we have seen significant strides in Canada in terms of reduction of emissions. And let's understand something about emissions. We're only talking about carbon. We're not talking about all the other pollutions of which Canada has been a, a world leader. It's kind of disingenuous to focus on just one. But that aside, we have seen this country put itself in a position Where it uh, continues to reduce the amount of emissions by about 1 or 2% compared to the period of time that the Prime Minister looks back at in the past 15 years. So he's now saying we can do it 42 times greater. Roy, that can only happen if we shut down all natural gas, not just production and all oil production, also its use. So on a day like today here in Hamilton and Toronto, here in Western Canada, here across the country where temperatures are still extraordinarily cold, Turn off your furnace and see how far that gets you. Because that's precisely what this Prime Minister is suggesting. More importantly, he doesn't understand what's happened in places that have tried this. That'll be all of Europe. Uh, Forget the consequences in terms of funding Vladimir Putin and relying on him. Renewables are unreliable. And they're not there yet to displace what natural gas and oil can do. And so, uh, you know, what we have as a Prime Minister, again, making all these statements, appeasing a particular constituency... While being utterly aloof of the world in which we live, a world in which has become far more dangerous now that the world is saying, gee, you know, we'd love a lot more Canadian natural gas and LNG. We'd love a lot more Canadian oil. Instead, now we have to go on bended knee to, dis- to displace Russia. We have to go to Saudi Arabia. Too busy uh, executing people, uh, not with a great uh, environmental record in terms of their own oil. We have to go to Iran a uh, country that's threatening the world with nuclear uh, annihilation of Israel. We have to go to Venezuela and the Maduro regime. I mean, where does it end, Roy? I mean, the fact is we are not getting any fossil fault. And we spoke
0: yesterday with Professor Thierry Bro in Paris who was formerly responsible for energy security for the country of France and he spoke very with great concern. It's on my uh, the interviews on my yep. Twitter feed at the Roy Green Show. He spoke about great concern about what you've just raised, and in a matter of minutes, and you mentioned this on your Twitter feed this morning, we'll have uh, Professor Ross McKittrick joining us from the University of Guelph, economist who says the same thing. If you're going to try to get us down by 42% of emissions in oil and gas over the next eight years, essentially you're going to shut down the uh, the industry, or you're going to make prices, you're going to use production capabilities or, or methods that are going to drive the prices into the absolutely Unaffordable range, no matter no. where it's, you know, it's expensive now, but try try eight years from now with a 42% cut in emissions.
1: Ask them where the cost-benefit analysis is. Ask them if they've actually done the hard work of looking into this and saying, hey, what would be the effect? They have not. Yeah. What they basically they do man, is they're
0: peeing in the wind as we say. This isn't about being a denier. This is about saying, let's do this properly. Let's give everyone all the information not selected bits and pieces of information, but provide Canadians with all of the information that we require.
1: Well, you use that word to try to sh- silence your, your uh, critics, but I mean, who's in denial of reality right now? Anybody who c- comes out and says that uh, Canada has not met the challenge head-on, long before it's trendy of reducing uh, our, you know, our emissions by moving away from coal and its natural gas. Tell me what is there's a the coal plant here in Ontario. I mean, the fact is that we've already done these things long before it was cool, long before it was trendy, long before it was vogue, long before it was the type of thing the Prime Minister could fly around the world with and, uh, you know, spill back Perrier and eat canapes uh, and, you know, demonstrate that we're going to do more to punish Canadians while at the same time hoping Canadians are stupid enough to go along with us. Look, this is a government that's basically making it up on the fly.
0: If you want to hear more...